Hey everybody, welcome to Bite Me Podcast, episode 267. It's just a duo today. It's me and Colby. Say hey, Woo! Colby. I uh, I cut my arm the other day. We have a giant metal chicken, and it's kind of in my office. And I cut my hand on it the other day, and I keep uh, it keeps getting worse. I think I'm gonna have to chop it. Call. I'm a little worried. <laughs> Happens. Have one hand. Oh my, that's the most infected thing I've ever seen. <laughs> what show was that from? Uh, SLC Punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Good stuff. Uh, anyway, it's just the two of us today. Dylan's off uh, working. Um, gallivanting. As you, no, he's actually working. It's, it's gallivanting. Gallivanting across the countryside on his white stallion. Uh, but it's okay. Colby and I are going to talk about the games we've been playing. Colby's played more than I have, as per usual. Um, got some news. Uh I'm just going to say that's a lot of farms. We'll talk about talk about what that means in a little bit. It's uh it's roughly three Star Wars worth of farms. That's how I like to to put these things these days. Uh E3 is canceled. Um maybe completely. There actually might not be any E3 this year, which is a weird thing to say. Um Colby, when I say this game will take 500 hours for you to beat, what's your first thought? How good is it? No game's 500 hours good, Call None. I beg to differ. Yeah. Uh, Fallout's getting a TV show. Um, have you ever tried to take a screenshot with your Switch and then get it off your Switch, Call? Um, yes, it is not easy. <laughs> You're like, where's my micro SD adapter? Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, there's an app now that'll help you get that off a little easier. Um, and like... This is just general good life advice, um, but particularly right now, don't install, install, stole, don't stall, don't install. Cliff inst- became like Boston. <laughs> I, I don't know, know what that was. Like yeah. Boston having a stroke. <laughs> don't install Norton antivirus. Like it's just good sense. Norton's wicked bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got questions from Man Socks. Uh, Crawdad, John John Tysinger, I believe. He said I said his name right last week, which was very sweet of him because I said it like four different ways, but one of them was right. He's Crawdad. I forgot. Like we used to ask questions all the time. Like he said that. I'm like, I'm Crawdad. I'm like, all right. We got a question from him too. A uh, question from Rich, who was going to be here today, but he couldn't. Uh, that's why it's just two of us. Stupid Rich. It's not Rich's fault. Rich is good people. Uh, And Prime Fan has a question. We got some some cheap free games. The Epic game this this week is not super exciting, but I guess if you're a four X fan and you haven't grabbed this yet, maybe Colby's just excited because he he I can download these now. I mean, he could have downloaded them all along, but he didn't. Like that would have required some sort of like foresight (laughs) planning that I just don't don't have. We got games coming from uh, Game Pass. We've got a bunch of games from Prime Gaming. Um, There's actually some pretty good stuff in there. Um, Unfortunately, Colby's played most. Oh, I've already here. downloaded all of these. Yeah. Oh well, that's fine. But that, like, that's ooh, it. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I have this and don't like it, but I'll download it. <laughs> I downloaded it too. I've beaten that game and I did not care for it. I will <laughs> never play it again. But I'm like, I like free games. I like, I like having a big pile of virtual games that I will never play. But I like to just kind of I'm, wade through every once in a while. Like I'm dragon. like smog for you. Uh, free uh-huh. games. Yeah, they're all virtual though, so I don't actually have like a pile of video games, so that's fine. Anyway, Cole, why don't you uh, why don't you start off and tell me what you've been playing? I played more Anvil. I um, am shocked. I also played more Anvil. So like, it was kind of funny because I was like, well, you know, I put 115 hours into this game. Um, maybe I can be done. And maybe that's I, just enough. And then I tried playing like four more games, and I'm like, or I could just go play more Anvil. I disappointingly so. have still not beaten the uh, the second uh, world. 
So. I know this 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 weekend. I'm sure this weekend. Can. Maybe maybe it's you yeah. know the thing is. So Anvil's such a weird game because every time Colby's like, you know, I'll be playing something else, and and you know when he comes on the mornings, it's way I start playing games way earlier than he does because time zones. They come on, and I'm like in the middle of something. He's like, "Hey, you want to play Anvil?" Anvil? I'm like, "Yeah, all right, okay, like." Whatever, it's fine. And then we get into Anvil. I'm like, God, this game is so good. Why weren't we playing this two hours ago? <laughs> it's so it's... weird. Like, I don't know what it is about that game that is so fun, but it's just so fun. Uh-huh. It's, it's weird. I, like, I have literally been playing the same levels with the same things over and over and over again. And I'm like, yeah, I can do it again. I think it's I was, because... I was playing it before I came in here to do this. I think it's because it's a kind of emergent like like things are different every time you play um and sometimes things go real wrong like oh, i mean yeah. <laughs> colby and i just wiped the other day like it was we were fine 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 dead and we're like uh, my dog is so dumb like a car drove by why why do we care that a car drove by it didn't come in my house it didn't drive through my front door it just drove past have you ever considered it's christine Maybe it's Christine. Who knows? All right, what else have you been playing, Cole? Um, I then played Wildfire. Um, Wildfire. I don't think I'm it's familiar. A, it's an indie game, and it's it's like a kind of stealth-based... I don't even know how to describe it. it it's, it's you're like a, a, a dude who is in like this little village, and a meteor crashes. And... You go to check it out, and while you're gone, like essentially the Spanish Inquisition comes because they also want the meteor. You, meteor. you no never expect ever, them. Never ever expects it. Um, and because like you're kind of outsiders, they're like, ah, oh, well, obviously he's a witch, and so they burn you. Except you are a witch, um, <laughs> and you take control of the fire, so you can now control like the elements. And so, like you know, if there's a torch, you can take the fire from it and use that to like burn some grass so that that you know like the the guys hunting you get distracted by that so you can sneak past them and you know you've also got to rescue your village people and it's interesting but like i got maybe three hours into it and i'm like i think i'm good like i i just didn't want to do any more like i i like got to a point where i was kind of dying and getting frustrated and i'm like I think I'm good. Like, I understand this game. I purchased it. They got money from me. Like, it it was a fine interaction between both of us. We could play it in co-op. And that might be better. I don't know. Um, it, it, was, it was interesting, and I kind of liked what they were going for, but I didn't like some of them. Like, you... you essentially lose points if you kill the bad guys you're supposed to like sneak past them and i'm like i can control fire like why can't i just like it's hilarious when i throw fire near them and they get scared and run off a cliff but <laughs> i lose points for that it does seem unfair um, you know and it was just like little things like that that i'm like well i want to i want to light these people on fire i can control fire um it's kind of like when we used to play wildlands and we'd be tooling around and it would be like Colby driving and and me and our friend Kalen like in the back and it's really boring just driving in a car but it's pretty fun driving in the back of a car and taking pot shots at the locals um but the game doesn't really like that very much and I thought that was unfortunate <laughs> neither does the hag um <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, I mean, like, it was, it was, it's an interesting game. I like the mechanics. I kind of like the stealthy, you know, kind of thing of it. It's fun, but it's also like a 8 to 12 hour game. And after about three, I was kind of like, I'm good. Like, I don't think anything's going to come out of this that I'm going to be like, oh, wow. Okay. Didn't see that one. I think about um, that about so many games like that, where I'm like, the mechanics are interesting and the game's interesting, but I want it to be three to five hours long. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the mechanic's not so interesting to make me want to use that same mechanic over and over and over, over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was, like I said, it's, I don't know. If you can get it on sale, it's probably worth it, but. I don't know. It just didn't really do it for me. Yeah. Um, I played The Gunk, which is from the people who do SteamWorld Dig, which I did not know until I like got in my ship. I'm like, huh, that's the guy from SteamWorld Dig. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, interesting. Um, and it's, you're like, a, I don't know, space people that are trying to find, like, you know, essentially like kind of uh, space miners, I guess, sure, but like yeah. freelance. And you're, you know, trying to find stuff and you, you know, come onto this planet and there's like a huge like energy source and you're trying to figure out what it is, but like there's all this gunk everywhere and you use your cool robot arm vacuum to vacuum it up. And when you do that, like the, you know, plants start coming back and stuff like that. And uh, you realize that there's like this huge amount of energy, but like the gunk is also attracted to the energy. Um, so you got to kind of clean up the gunk and, uh, and you know, kind of follow to where it is to the energy source because, you know, this is, you're going to be rich thing. And, of course, there's, you know, it turns out there's locals and it's all sort of like, do we want to be space colonizers? But we <laughs> want to help them. And so you got to help them out and get rid of the gunk. And it's real good. Like, it <laughs> How is, long is it? Oh, I think I put eight hours into it. Yeah, that's great. I beat it in a day. <laughs> that's... Uh... That company has not made a bad game, as far as I, I like. I've not played the card game RPG, but I don't know if they make that one. They or do. at least is it on Xbox? Mm, I don't think so. Which is I okay. Think why that's I why because yeah, yeah, like Steam World Dig One and Two are on Xbox, but neither of the other two. So I didn't know if they didn't make those or if it yeah. was. The, I think I played the. I played the like the third one. The tactical yeah, game. Yeah, and that one was really good. Oh, I think I played that on the PC or maybe on the Switch. I think I played it on the Switch, yeah. yeah. I played it on the Switch. Yeah. Um, but everything they they make is just solid. Yeah. Like, if you want... I, I think SteamWorld Dig 1 and 2 are probably some of the best Metroidvanias I've ever played. Like, just mm-hmm. great games. Super good yeah. games, so... Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, a really fun... I mean, you know, pretty short and... Uh, plays real well it's um, on game pass it, right yeah it reminds me a ton of like if you mixed island saver and journey to the savage planet together oh, Journey to the Savage planet was a good game too yeah it's i i really recommend it it was yeah. quite good nice um and then i played inscription <laughs> um i bought it because i'm like i got a brand new pc i've been wanting to play this and it's pc only and the only thing i knew about it was that it was a horror game and that it was a card game and i'm like no i don't really like horror games <laughs> like i like the no, idea I think it's a horror, horror games. game roguelike ccg <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like i, I like That's the idea not a CCG, of horror but games yeah. but uh uh i don't necessarily like them but i i've heard i've heard nothing but good things about it yeah um and so i'm like i'll get, i got it on like the last day of the steam sale and i'm like i'll give it a shot and uh so basically you start off in a cabin and I'm going to try, like, it's one of those games that I have heard many people talk about, like, you don't want to spoil things in this. And so I'm going to try very hard not to spoil anything. 
Um, and so you start off in a cabin and you're just at a table and all you can see across from you are two eyes. And it's basically this guy who's like, okay, we're going to play, you know, like, Ooh, a new contender. Um, and he lays out a map and you, you know, you've got your little like uh, wooden piece that it moves and, you know, it has like branching paths and, you know, you can, you know, one path will have like, oh, you'll get new cards or there's like a, a fire. And what that does is you can put down one of your cards and get either plus two to its health or its attack. Um, or, you know, like you can build, you get like these little wooden totems that will um, imbue certain cards with certain powers and stuff. And so you get to the actual card game and you start off with, I think, four or five cards you put those down and you always can pick a squirrel card and what a squirrel card is is all the cards require blood wait wait is a squirrel card the best card because it's got a squirrel on it no oh, that's a squirrel card is just sacrifice cards all the cards require blood or bones if a if a card gets killed you get bones if you sacrifice it you get blood and so each card you have requires a certain amount of blood or bones to play. So, so if it requires two blood, you need to kill two of your animals. So like a squirrel and a wolf will give you two blood and then you can put down something. So are you saying that the bones are their money? Is that what you're saying? Kind of, yes. Yeah. And so, you know, you always can pull squirrel cards and then you have your, you know, deck of, of you know, like animals you know yeah. it's wolves or it's it's like animals reptiles and insects um and each card will have you know different things that they can do um like there's ant cards that you know um you can however many ants are on the board is how much damage they'll do so if you have two ants each ant will do two damage if you have three ants each mm-hmm. ant will do three damage so what you're trying to do is beat the other guy's cards and there's a a uh, scale in the middle um, that um, when you, every piece of damage you do to the other person takes a tooth out. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so this game sounds real weird, Cole. And so you know, like I think you need six teeth to win. It might be five. I can't remember exactly. So you can get to the point where like there are some cards that if you play it right will do. Like I had one that does fourteen damage. Sure. So essentially, it will go through pretty much any card and you know win you the the round. But they're generally difficult to like they require I think four blood, which means that you'd have to sacrifice every single card yeah, on yeah. your your you know deck. Um, and so you're basically just working your way through the map. There's three different maps before you fight an end boss. Um, and it was one of those things that I started out and I'm like, this is kind of interesting. And I, you know, played a game and I, I, you only get two lives. There's a candle next to you. And he says, you know, like, you know, if you lose, it's like, well, you know, and he blows out one of the candles and he's <laughs> like, you know, you, you get one more chance. And so you'll, you'll go through this. And if you die again, he blows out the second candle and then you are in a room and you just see his eye or he, he goes across the table and grabs you, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I had such high hopes for you kind of thing. <laughs> and then you end up in a, a, a room and he's like, okay, you can choose, here's your, your death card. And so you take your card and he's like, okay, uh, from your cards, choose a, 
a, you know, pa- like it'll, you know, here's three cards. They'll have like a, you know, this one has two damage and four health. And this yeah, one, yeah, you know, yeah, has yeah. whatever. Choose which one you want on your card. And so you choose that. And it's like, okay, what sigil do you want? Which the sigils are what, you know, certain things, you know, this one, you know, blocks attacks from birds. This one, sure. you know, whatever, whatever. Um, so you get the sigil and uh, he's like, oh, I've never even asked you your name. And then you put your name on the card. He's like, thanks. And he takes a picture and everything goes white. And then it goes back to the table and it's like, oh, a new contender showed up and you do it again. And so what you, you, but then you realize that like you'll be playing and you'll get, you know, different cards dealt and stuff and you'll see your card that has your, the name that you chose for the, you know, person. And so essentially he's killing you via this. He's got a camera that he takes a picture with you and it's killing you and putting you into a card interesting um and so that card is now in your you know uh deck and you can use those and you just keep doing this and doing this and like you can get up there's you're in a a cabin and he's like oh yeah you can get up at any point in time just don't touch anything and so you can get up and look around there's like little things here and there but like also you can touch whatever you want he doesn't care (laughs) it's just like like, the the first time he's like don't touch anything so i didn't you go back and eventually you get um there's three talking cards mm-hmm. um, that will give you like hints that are like uh, what would appear to be players that, you know, got stuck in these cards. Um, and they're like, you know, you can touch stuff. Go look at this thing and opening things and figuring out these puzzles that are around the room essentially progresses you farther and farther into the story. Um you'll find things that'll be like, Oh yeah, no, you need to go over there and like do this, or you need to, you know, find this card or like, Hey, in the rule book there, you know, uh, the last person scribbled down something. Maybe you should look in that. And that's how you open, you know, like it says like, you know, two thirteen or whatever. And that's the, the safe um, combination. Yeah. So you can open that and get different stuff in there. And like, it started out, like I played it for, about an hour and a half. And I'm like, it's kind of interesting. It's, nah, I don't know. And then I started kind of getting farther and farther. And I'm like, okay, like I'm now two thirds of the way through and it is a good game. Huh. Um, that sounds really interesting. It's like one of those things that like, you're just, it, it takes it long enough for you to get to the next hint to go like, Oh, that's what I need to do. I tell you the best to, roguelikes play like that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That, you know, like uh, I kept seeing this thing that like had this knife and I'm like, I don't know like what to do. And then I realized I'm like, oh, wait, I had I picked up a knife. What can I do with that? Yeah. The answer is poke your own eye out. Oh, so, yeah, that doesn't sound great. No, no. You can also get pliers in which to pull out one of your own teeth to put on the scale. Um, So, like, if you're one away and aren't sure you can win, you can grab the pliers and put it on and win. So... It's a really, really it sounds good game. really interesting. Yeah, like I, I, I have never. Pl- I've played probably like four or five card, you know, deck building games, yeah. and never been like eh, they're okay. Like depending on how they, you know, they're like they're fine. But like I played Slay the Spire, and I'm like I just don't like this. Yeah, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And this one I love. That's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, it's twenty bucks on Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well worth it. Nice. I'll check it out. Uh, the only game I played this week, I guess that's not true. I played Anvil. Um, I might have played a little Far Cry. I don't, I don't remember. Um, I went to uh, 
I went down the coast on uh, Saturday and watched some soccer games, so I didn't have uh, quite as much gaming time as I normally do. But I played um, on on Sunday. I played Super Liminal, which Colby's talked a bunch about, and I, that game is is so good. It's so good. Um, it's on Game Pass. Um, and it's it's hard to almost to describe. It's it's got kind of the feel of like um, portal sort mm-hmm. of. Um, not not in that there are portals, but in that you are in a you're being tested essentially um, or, or experimented upon. Um, where they've put you, you're essentially in like a, a sleep test and and are lucid dreaming. Um, or at least that's what they tell you. I, you know, I, I don't know if that's actually true so far. And because you're lucid dreaming, you can do things that you normally wouldn't be able to do. And and it's things like, um, a, a lot of it has to do with size. And so, like, mm-hmm. if you you'll pick up something and and you know, if if you if you look at a box on the floor and it's close to you, it appears bigger than if it's super far away. But you can pick it up in both cases in this game. So if I put a box at the very very far end of a of a room, it's going to be tiny, but I can still pick it up and hold it, and it'll be tiny when I pick it up. And then if I put it down next to me, it's m- m- huge. Or if I hold it up above me, like it looks really big because of perspective, um, and it stays that way. So you can take a little teeny box and make it big, and then use that box to climb out of a room. Um, but the game does. I was talking to my wife and I'm talking a little bit to Colby about this. Is that it does something that I wish more games did because games are the only medium that can do them. Um, games are the only, games are the only way that you can walk into a room and they can remove the door behind you and it can be surprising. Like that can happen in a movie and it can be surprising to the character. Um, it can happen in a book and it can be surprising to the character in a book, but in a video game, they can take out a door behind you and it can be surprising to you. Um, can I turn house of leaves into a video game? I... Call you don't have no have you have no idea how much time I've spent trying to figure out how I could turn House of Leaves into a video game, and I think it could work. I really the first, the first problem might be getting the rights to, to House of Leaves. That's actually the tricky part is getting the rights to House of Leaves. Um, I think House of Leaves could be a very 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 interesting game, or even I guess if you haven't read House of Leaves. I, I'm not even going to explain it. Just go yeah, read House of say, Leaves. Like, yeah. I, it's quick, Cliff. Explain House of Leaves in a minute or less. What I would say is, is part of the plot of House of Leaves is this, this family buys a house, and they realize that the inside of the house is bigger than the outside of the house. Um, and then a lot of other like just go read House of Leaves. Like I, there's can't. a centaur. There is a centaur. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, a minotaur. Minotaur. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. No, those are very different things, Colin. <laughs> um, it, it's very good. It's it's well worth reading. Um, but it's it's one of those things that those could really only happen in a video game, or at least I think it would be the most surprising if they happen in a video game. Like you can what you can. They've always I've said that seen things of, like that done in movies, and like it's kind of like oh, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But it's not. It's not the same as like when it happens in Layers of Fear, uh, Layers of Fear yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's it it and it does it in this game, and not a lot actually, but this game plays with your perception of things um, in ways that only can happen in a video game. Um, 
and and while it's playing with your perception of things, you use that those perceptions to solve puzzles. Like sometimes it's lining up things so that things that don't exist in 3D suddenly exist in 3D. Sometimes it's, um, you know, using your perception of stuff to put things where you shouldn't be able to put them. That kind of stuff. And it's just it's a it's a super fascinating game um, that I just can't. It's it's hard to explain because you've gotta you've got to have tried it, but it's really 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 good. I mean, Colby said the same thing when he talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, well worth playing, free on Game Pass, and it's like I said, the entire time I was playing it, I was thinking not only like, man, this game is great, but why aren't there more? Why don't more games use the tricks they're using to make games? Play stories untold. Okay, yeah, that's that's next. Like that that also has a few of those things where. It's it's very much like oh yeah this would not work in probably a different it just uh, medium it just makes me realize that video games I think have spent so much of their time trying to be books and be movies because that's those things are seen as prestigious and games are seen as toys and so if you can if you can you know the 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 argument is often you know our games art and I think that. Making a game that looks more like a movie doesn't make a game art, but taking the powers and the things that can only exist in games and using them in brilliant ways is what makes a game closer to art for me. Um, and and Superliminal does a really, really good job of doing that. So check it out. It's good. Uh, Patreon. Thank you to all of our patrons. We appreciate you all very, 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 very much. You help us pay our bills so we can continue doing a podcast, things like that. Uh, If you are a $10 patron, we say your name every single week. And I'm going to do that right now. Right now. Are you ready, Cole? Woo! Yay. Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous. I think I actually know who Anonymous is, but I would not break their trust and and tell you. It's just 4chan, right? It's absolutely 4chan. Um, with a mix of 8chan, they all got together and put in like point zero 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 one um, uh, Bitcoin, and that's like 10 bucks a month. So, okay. yeah. And Rich Deacon, thank you to all of our $10 level donors. Uh, you know, but we've got a one, a three, and a $7 uh tier as well and uh you know it just like i said it helps helps pay the bills a little bit so we appreciate all of you and you're fantastic go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to become one of these fine fine people uh there's no dylan today call do you want to news okay so take two interactive you're familiar with them they are the publisher of things like Little games, tiny little games like Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, Never heard of it. Red Dead Redemption, maybe. Mm. Red Dead Revolver, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe, not maybe. I don't know. And um, they also own Two K, which does some stuff, you know, some things, some sports, and some other related things. Um, they bought Zynga, and if you don't remember Zynga. I wouldn't be shocked, but they, they are the company that then made Farmville. And I don't yeah. I don't know if Farmville's still a thing. Like I played Farmville back in the day, but Oh, old people still exist, Cliff. I don't know. <sighs> Thank if you God know for that. boomers, man. Um but so so they they paid twelve point seven billion dollars for Zynga. You should I wish you could see Colby's face right now. Um and like I said, that's that's three Star Wars. Three Star Wars. And I just I, 
think that's like a marble. Right? Like, why? I'm sure they're very good at what they do. I'm sure that they've made some other games besides Farmville. Although I... So, so, something tells me they're just actually buying all the user info from yeah. Farmville. I think that's part of it. Um, I think it's... Uh, what, they, what they've actually said is that they want to use... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's three marbles. What, how much did Marvel cost? 4.2. Wow. So you can buy a Marvel so, and... So it's, you could get a Marvel and a Star Wars and have $4 billion left over, huh? So, so just a little side thing here. In 19... I want to say 99, Marvel was not doing well because, you know, it was not Marvel yeah, yeah, yeah. yet. Um, and they offered to sell to... Um, Sony, I, believe, <laughs> I was going to say, 20, probably Yahoo. <laughs> Sony for, I believe, $20 million. And Sony <laughs> went, nah. We're good. We'll buy, like, we'll buy the X-Men and the, like, Spider-Man and stuff, but we're, we don't want to buy Marvel outright. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. Anyway, um, $12.7 billion. And, and what they say they want to do is they want to use Zynga in order to take their big things and make them mobile. So, like, what you might get out of this is, like, Grand Theft Auto V mobile. <laughs> come, on, come on, Red Dead mobile. Red, come on, Red Dead mobile. I wouldn't be shocked at all if you do get some sort of Red Dead mobile. Um, That'd be great. I'd, I've always wanted to do play Arthur Morgan in a match three game. Right? Uh, <laughs> I got a Cures TB. I've got to match these. How many, how many mobile games do you have to sell? How many little teeny coins do you have to sell in order to make back $12.7 billion? Like I tell you, I, I greatly wonder if there's either technology or just a user base. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure that part of it's just buying data too. Because, I mean, when you think about um, purchases like Instagram, Instagram, they like Facebook didn't buy Instagram for $2 billion because they were like, oh, sweet, finally a way to share photos on the internet. It was buying... You know, millions and competition. millions, competition and millions and millions and millions <laughs> of users. So, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's, it was very, very out of left field and very, I mean, think about this. That's $4 billion more than ZeniMax. So, like, that's more than Bethesda and ID Software and all of those games that, all those teams that Microsoft bought. Four billion dollars more. Four billion dollars more than that for a game that mostly. Looks, and I'm like, it's Farmville. Mostly, just makes me like, I you know, I know they have money, obviously, but like that's a big but, purchase. And apparently, it was in cash too. This wasn't like a stock thing. It was, it was, yeah. They they bought it in cash, and so it's a complete buyout. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, good for them, I guess. Like, absolutely good for them. Yes. But, you know, whatever. Um, just very, very strange to me. But uh, whatever. It's all good. Enjoy your farms. Uh, E3 2022 has canceled its in-person event because I maybe... Did you know that we're still in the middle of a pandemic call? Like, Wait, what? You, <laughs> so I drove down to... Um, 
Palm Beach, which is in Florida. It's like a couple couple miles off the coast. And I was the only person I saw in a mask on an entire soccer field. And granted, that's outdoors. But like you'd think that, you know, people might be a little more careful when you're standing right next to a bunch of other people. But the answer was, in fact, no. Um, I went to a Target, like maybe 10% of people there wearing a mask. It's, I will say Palm Beach, Florida is a very different part of the world than Orlando, Florida. Um but anyway, that, that's neither here nor there. That's my own personal issue. Uh, E3 has decided that it would just not be safe to hold um, a giant convention. Oh, they should come to Utah. Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, CES was this week, and they're like, yeah, it'll be fine. Or last week. And, and that was an in-person event. PAX was, what, three months ago? So I, I don't know, man. Um, but the interesting thing is they, they haven't really said if they're going to replace that with a digital showcase like they did last year, um, which is interesting, um, only because E3 is, I mean, like we, E3 is kind of gamer Christmas. Like it's really literally when you find out all the games you're going to be playing for the next 12 months or I guess, you know, next six months until the game awards happens. Um, but they kind of think that that might actually be what's happening. And uh, Summer Game Fest, which is like the summer version of the Game Awards, it's the the summer stuff being put on by Jeff Keighley, is actually happening this year. So it might just be that the D3 goes away. And it's interesting because a lot of people are kind of like, fine, let it. Um, in between like leaking all those like journalists' like personal addresses a couple years ago and just some other... I mean, the thing about E3 is... People don't think about what E3 is. It's it's a big, it's a big conference, but it's put on by like the lobbying group for the video game industry, and they do a lot of good lobbying, but they also do a lot of kind of terrible lobbying um, or lobbying for specific interests that don't necessarily reflect all gamers or all video game makers. Um, like they often leave a lot of smaller folk out. So I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It'll be interesting. Like I will be disappointed to not get a Microsoft conference this year if that's what happens. But, but, but the thing is, is they weren't at E3. Yeah, but they're part of E3's <laughs> like, you, absolutely correct. That is true. They are not at E3, but they are part of like the E3 weekend so oh, yeah. they could totally I do mean, it on themselves. I yeah. mean, they have their and own that's, theater. That's kind of what I'm wondering if is you're going to see more of is just like these bigger things going like, well, we don't really need E3. Yeah, they, um, I also kind of wonder if you'll eventually see it go back to just like industry people yeah, only. Yeah. Um, Will be interesting. So we'll see. Uh, Dying Light 2 is a game that at one point in time I remember being interested in, but it seems like it was like three E3s ago. So I don't even know what that game's about anymore. Um, but last week they made this big announcement saying, oh my God, if you want to, if you want 100% Dying Light, it's 500 hours worth of game. And at this point in my life, that seems more like a threat than um, <laughs> something I would enjoy. Uh, I don't know. What, there are very few games I want to put 500 hours into. I don't know any. What kind of game is Dying Light? I've never played the first one. Role-playing, action-y. I, I don't remember. Is it multiplayer? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think it's just like it's a it's a I mean it's a quest based game so I, you know like like a Far Cry or a Skyrim or a, you know you just go out and is do it on stuff. Game Pass maybe so I always thought Dying Light was one of those uh, asymmetric multiplayer yeah. yeah no it's uh, 
Okay. What is that? That's Dead by Daylight, yeah. right? Okay. Let's see. Dying Light is a... The first one is a survival horror game. Um, so I presume that Dying Light 2 is also a survival horror game. It's an, it's, it's an upcoming... It's not. <laughs> it's an upcoming action role-playing game. So, yeah, you know, think like a, like a Far Cry or a, something. Like, I don't want to play any game like that for more than about... 60 hours and even that yeah. like like is is really really pushing it but uh they i think they thought this was going to be one of those like oh people are going to be so excited to be able to play dying light for 500 hours and everyone was like no sir yeah. please <laughs> <laughs> and so they had to like walk it back and like no no no, no you don't understand like if you just want to beat the main quest it's only 20 hours and people were like <sighs> but if you want to, what's the one Vinny was pl- that always played? Was that Dead by Daylight? Uh, could be. I always get those confused. That, I, I don't know. Let's see. Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical asymmetrical survival horror game. So yes, okay. that is the one he was playing. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's eighty hours if you want to like do the main quest and all the side quests, which honestly is still like twice as long as I want a game to be. <laughs> I mean, like, if it's a good game, I'll put 80 hours into it. Like, it has to be good, Real though. good. Like, Real good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not. 500 hours is... It's a long it's a time. Lot. I mean, I guess the thing to think about with 500 hours is that's you playing 10 hours a week for a year. <laughs> like, that's a lot of... That's a lot of time. You're talking to someone who... Is put 115 hours in Android. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, but first of all, like there is a really big difference between 115 mm-hmm. hours and 500. Like, well, and not only that, there's a huge difference between 115 in a multiplayer yeah. game and a like single player quest based. I just don't. I'm too old for that shit. Like to be frank, yeah. like I just don't. I don't have what it takes. You and Murtaugh. Me and Murtaugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in news that makes mine and Colby's dad extra happy, like super, super, super happy. I, I was just gonna say something that we would have had to add. Thank you for not. <laughs> I sent this news to my dad and his reply was, I saw that. I can't wait. He's really not. He's a man of few words. That's that's it. Uh, Fallout. You get more than a thumbs up. <laughs> like emoji. I felt pretty good about it. Uh, Fallout is coming to Amazon Prime. Um, like it's it's been greenlit. They've got directors. There's episodes planning and uh apparently bethesda has finally said yes um amazon's had the license to do it since 2020 i don't think there's actually like a time when this game will come out but like all the important people are attached and and it looks like it's it's going so i don't know what do you think a good fallout game would be about call or good Fallout movie. I think I think you could make a good Fallout. It's a TV show. Mm-hmm. Like I think you could make a good one. I don't think it will. No, probably be not a good one. You know what I um, desperately want? I want like a Monster of the Week is not the right exact term for this. Yeah, but I want like a Monster of the Week version of Fallout where every week is just inside of a different 
fallout shelter and so you can see all mm-hmm. the wackadoo things that happen and like i don't know how you do that with like recurring characters well um, you could easily do it where like you know say say it's a 10 season thing three of those are those yeah. and then you, you know like uh, every other one is following some character yeah, yeah. that uh actually no really really i've just i've decided i've changed i haven't changed my mind but i've decided the format is i i want like a uh house on hill house what what was the name of that show haunting yeah like where they're where they're each season kind of is completely different but has a lot of recurring characters maybe yeah Uh, yeah. but each one takes place or like uh what's the the American Horror Show. Uh, American Horror yeah. Story. Yeah, yeah. where, uh, you know, like a lot of stuff recurs, but each one's just set in a different fallout. Because, I mean, to me, and I don't even think you need to have it set in a fallout shelter. Like some of them can be, because I think like, I don't know if you could have it be interesting. I don't know. Constantly. I've always been just so enamored with all of the different fallout shelters and how each one's different uh-huh. and they're each weird and experimental uh-huh. and i mean I, I think even doing every other episode could be a very interesting yeah, um, yeah. like twilight zone kind of thing where you know you see the effects of of this um i don't know how you do the gary fallout shelter <laughs> where it's just gary and all of his clones i but but i mean to me isn't that interesting yeah. like i would or the one that was there's a fallout shelter that is like all women except for one guy. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. I, I think that's going to be way more interesting than probably what they'll do, which will be some you know a person crawling across the wasteland and fighting. You know, I think you could do a lot of like interesting things with like flashbacks of like, yeah. hey, this is how Vault uh, Vault Tech started, yeah. and you know how they got the idea of like, what if we just do this huge experiment, people? Yeah, I, I don't know. I've always been a big fan of of the stories of Fallout. Like, I think that I don't know if there's another game that has hit me the same way as Fallout did, where every single little place you run across is like a tableau of of yeah. stuff. To, like, it's it's the game where I read every piece of paper I find because everyone mm-hmm. is a little interesting story. And I worry that an Amazon-made yeah, TV show I, will erase a lot of that. <laughs> but yeah. maybe. I mean, maybe it'll be great. Who knows? Um, I just... I, I, I just don't quite see how you do a fallout yeah yeah thing yeah well we'll see i would have much preferred a mass effect yeah man i since mass effect at game pass like every day that goes by i'm like <laughs> uh, i don't 100%. really need to play mass effect again but man do i sure want to uh-huh. <laughs> we'll see we'll see maybe uh let's see all right so we talked about this earlier if you've ever had to get a a, a screenshot off your switch before like I'll be honest, probably the easiest way to do it is to post it to Twitter and then go download it off of Twitter and then delete the tweet. The the <laughs> easiest way to do it and the way that I've done it in the past is take a screenshot, go into your screenshots, and then take your phone out and take a picture of that screenshot. Yeah, like that's just not optimal. Like the way they really, really want you to do it is to save it to the like micro SD card in your in your switch, take that out, put it on your computer. And then, like, transfer. Like, it's just ridiculous. In a world where my Xbox, I can just go, like, hey, save it to the cloud. And then, like, download it in an app. That's that's what I want. Um, unfortunately, Nintendo has not thought that maybe this is the way to fix things. So, instead, um, a Czech developer 
uh, was just like, I'm sick of this shit, and uh, created an app called Switch Buddy. It's available for the I O for the iOS. I sound like my grandma, like the Walmart. Um, it's available for iOS and Android. Um, and essentially, what it lets you do is it's not. It's admittedly not shockingly better, but apparently N- Nintendo now will display a QR code that you can scan with your phone. And that'll let you download that picture. But this one will actually, if you scan the QR code, it just goes and grabs all the pictures on your Switch so you can pick the ones you want. So it it's not it's not a hundred percent better, but it's better than than what there is. And once again, I don't understand how Nintendo keeps getting away with this. I can't decide if this is the meme of Jesse and Breaking Bad. Like, you can't keep getting away with this. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, if if you've been frustrated, Switch Buddy might make your life better, or you could just 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 accept you don't get screenshots. Don't don't take screenshots on your Switch. So, oh, I have so many damn screenshots on my Switch because my kid found that button. <laughs> it's like, hey, every Pokemon we encounter. It's its own screenshot, I guess. <laughs> Colby has to have a 128 gig SD card just for screenshots of Pokemon. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, finally, um, like I will say this again. It's just good sense. You don't need Nord- Norton antivirus. You just don't. <coughs> you probably don't need McAfee. You probably don't need... Copernicus? Capers- Cap- I don't know. I, don't know. I, I haven't had a... like. If you have Windows... Microsoft Defender. It's built in. You don't need another one. Um, don't let like Xfinity convince you that just because they're giving you McAfee for free, you need it. Um, it's not It's not something you need. But specifically right now, don't install Norton because Norton um, is going to start mining Ethereum using your computer. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get some of the profits, right? Yes. Yes, um, but but Norton also takes a piece off the top. So Norton takes like a fifteen percent cut of the Ethereum you're mining, and um, with where does the other eighty five percent to go? you? But the downside is is with the power costs, you're probably not going to break a profit doing that. So um, I mean, the good news is that Norton makes straight fifteen percent uh, because <laughs> there's no. <sighs> anyway. I would highly recommend. Was this <laughs> vaguely just what the Matrix was about? <sighs> yeah, I think so, Cole. I, I, I mean, kind of. I think there's a parallel yeah. of them just being like, well, we can make money yeah. off these people. Like, I just don't. Like, don't mine cryptocurrency in general because it's evil and you literally are just like, every time you do it, you're burning down a portion of the rainforest. Um, for beanie babies. For beanie babies. Don't. Don't do that, but it, but but especially don't let Norton do it and take you know like if you're gonna like don't do it, but if you're gonna do it, keep all the money for yourself. Like you could just go mine crypto. You don't need you don't need Norton to do it, and so like don't. But if you're gonna do it, I guess just don't do it. That's all I'm saying. Don't do it. All right, Cole. There's no Vinny, so I, I guess you don't. Do you still want to say something funny? I, I, could you do an? Could you do a an accent for for Mansox for Hans? Like he's he doesn't really have much of an accent. He's from Indiana. Is that where they put 
cheese on chili and it's funny. That's from Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati. <laughs> they put um, cheese on chili and it's funny. <laughs> it's called uh, a three-way, Colby. That's what it's called, okay? <laughs> I don't know anything funny about Indiana. Uh, we um, could sing a song from the Music Man. Gary, Indiana, go. Gary. Did you know that Gary, Indiana was a like made-up town for um, a railroad? Really? I did not. I've I've driven through Gary, Indiana um, a number of times because it's on the way to uh, it's between essentially Chicago and where I lived in Michigan, and it's it's a terrible town. It's not Louisiana. No, it's definitely not Louisiana. No, I don't know the rest. It's of that fine. Sound. Um, or sound that sound. I guess a song is a sound. Gary does not seem like a nice place. Like every single exit. I mean, I guess it really depends on what you're looking for, but it seems like every single exit had a strip club off of it which i mean i don't i just don't know how one town could support that many strip clubs but they're also really infamous for those like signs that are like 585 gorgeous women and one ugly one i'm like i i don't understand i don't understand strip club marketing but it seemed like it kind of smelled um not 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 great but I, the rest of indiana i'm sure is beautiful i've that's really the only part i've seen though so are you gonna tell me more about gary hello Hans, I'm Gary, Indiana. I don't no, know. No, that doesn't, that doesn't I got, work. I got it's nothing. Fine. It's fine. I don't know anything about Indiana. Um, I, uh, Hoosiers. I, what do they sound Ho- like? I don't know. I, I thought that was Ohio. Uh, I don't think so. I'll have to look. Hoosiers. Take that, flyover states. Y'all suck. Hoosiers. Uh, man, there's really not. Let's see. Gene Hackman's in it. What is a Hoosier? <laughs> the, the distinguished Hoosier writer... Something about Indiana. Yeah, it is Indiana. Yeah, something about Indiana. It, he actually might work at the university where the Hoosiers are from. I don't. Has he ever met Gene Hackman? I don't know. I'll ask. Well, anyway, that's not his question. Still alive. Really? Good on Gene Hackman. It's like 90, 90. Dang. I don't. Yeah. I guess that's good. Anyway, Hans has a question. He says, if you could have a pet from a video game that's not a Pokemon, what would it be? Like if you could, if you well, Pokemon's aren't your pets; they're your friends. I think they're actually your slave fighters. Call yeah, they are. Yeah. They're essentially it's kids cockfighting. It's not. It's not. Don't put that <laughs> into kids cockfighting. Google. No, don't. Absolutely, do not Google that. No, that that is kind of what it's like, though, isn't it? Can you yeah, buy little like they're... razor blades for your Pikachu's feet? They don't need them, Cliff. Like, they can shoot electricity. <laughs> if roosters could shoot electricity, I don't think they'd need little razors. Can can a Pokemon turn on its master, or is it prohibited from doing so by its Pokeball? Well, I mean, the fun thing is, is not all Pokemon live in, like, Pokeballs. Like, Pikachu famously does not want to go into a Pokeball, and so he lives on Ash's shoulder. Could Ash force him into Pokeball? I, maybe I don't know. So once you let a once you let a Pokemon out, like let's say they're really pissed off about having been on the Pokeball for a while, can they turn and fight you? Oh yeah, they could, but they don't. So so my favorite thing ever is my kids like, do Pokemon die? And I'm like, no, they just faint. Like you know, it's kind of ethical dog fighting. Yeah. Um, and she's like, well yeah, but in the description of Charizard, it says that if his flame goes out, he dies. I'm like. <sighs> Thanks for that one, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Charizard should not fight a water type? <laughs> well, I'm like, I mean, like, now you're just putting it out to kids like, oh, yeah, sometimes these guys die. This happens. <laughs> uh, what pet do you want, Cole? <laughs> um, not a Pokemon. 
not not a not Pokemon. A Pokemon. Um, I don't I don't know. Um, the cats from Monster Hunter were awful adorable. They wore little like outfits and were basically your slaves. I think. What is with Which video games and slavery? I don't know. If, <laughs> I I don't know if I want that, but like I don't know. Maybe they were just like your servants. They're indentured servitude. Um. But they were pretty adorable. My dog in Sturdy Valley is real cute. He uh, yeah. he just wanders around. He barks. Sits in a little little curled up ball in my house and stuff. I like him a lot. Um, I like the really dumb German Shepherd from Fallout Four a lot too. Um, the the dogs from Fogs. Oh, yeah, they're really long though. They're super long. Yeah. Cole, is that well, is that? W- don't have to clean up after him though. It's true. That is true. <laughs> I guess that's a bonus. <laughs> I feed him twice as much, but what about? <laughs> Do you think you have to? I mean, I assume. I assume. Um, what about what? What's the what's the boy in his blob? Is a blob? Oh, a is blob? that counted? Like they just eat jelly beans? Yeah, that's just, you know, and you're like, shit, I need a ladder. <laughs> Luckily, I've got a licorice jelly. Bean. You know which dog I don't want anymore? It's this one. <laughs> loudest dog on the planet a car drove by i don't know all right uh stupid crawdad says have you ever this is the, this is i will i'm gonna warn you like this is not a happy question this is this is a sad question Crawdad says you've ever had a real life event that almost stopped you from playing a particular games or games altogether he had a 80 plus member rating guild for wow and one member ex- unexpectedly passed away and then a week later another had a heart attack <laughs> and he says he's never played wow since is there any have you ever had like an event that made you just stop playing a game Cole? No, I don't think so. At least, right? I, I I read that. I'm like, oh, that's so that's terrible. I'm so sorry. Like, that's a that's a real bummer. I, I I always do kind of wonder, like, all those people that you played video games with that, like, you were like kind of close enough to that you're like, oh, I play with them like twice yeah, a week, yeah. and now they're like just do gone, you, and you're like, you don't talk to Ice anymore. Uh, I'm I'm friends with him on Facebook, but past that, but like Matt, no, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's no good, man. I don't know, it's no good. They could be dead right um, now. But uh, yeah, no, I I don't think I've ever had anything like that happen. Right, I uh, I would say that the closest, the, the the probably the event that that stopped me most from playing a game is is I, it was no, it was not. <laughs> Jesus, Colby. Um. I mouthed it. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Um, anyway, uh, I would say that probably what, like, the event that made me stop playing a particular game was um, I realized that playing Rocket League probably wasn't really great for, like, my mental health. Like, <laughs> So here's a question. How many hours do you think we put into Rocket League? Seven or 800, probably. Probably less than 1,000. 500. Well, but I played it on... A couple different systems, <laughs> but even still, like putting in an extra three hundred hours across a couple is a yeah, lot of time. Yeah, like you might have fifty more hours yeah. in that, or sixty more hours, but like probably not two hundred. I I expected it to be like yeah seven to yeah. a thousand. I think I put in like five hundred and something on on Xbox, and I have like another hundred and twenty on PC. I think. Yeah. Um, and I also used to Smurf on Carter's account. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I mean, like I'm somewhere between five hundred and a thousand hours. Um, yeah. 
I was just kind of shocked. I looked into that yesterday because someone was like, has anyone ever put a thousand hours into a video game? I'm like, well, I have, but I'm like, only a couple. Hans has... And I'm like... <laughs> so Hans just told me the other day, and I don't remember the exact number, but I think he says he has 2,500 hours into Tarkov, which is really wow. impressive considering he's only been playing that game for like a year and a half. <laughs> I like did the math. I'm like, dude, that means you've played like three months of Tarkov <laughs> over the last... 18 months he's like well yeah but it's during the pandemic i'm like uh-huh <laughs> oh i i would i would love to know how much time i put into oh GFC. yeah hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours yeah yeah i uh rocket league is definitely a game that i recognized in myself that it wasn't very good for me um like i i we, I'd play and my wife's like are you even having fun i'm like yes <laughs> damn it um Amy asked me that about uh, Anvil quite often. I'm like, yeah, I'm having fun, but these stupid people I'm playing with are stupid. Right. I, Olivia is like, Dad called them dumbasses. I'm like, well, they are. I think if we ever could have gotten like a real regular third in uh, in Rocket League, it would have made that game at least 50% uh -huh. better. But, you know, whatever. Um, and, and I also have recognized in myself that uh, uh, Civilization any of them are not good for my mental health. I've never really played any of those. Uh, you should, I don't know. Like I, maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. I cannot. Once I start playing, when if I put 115 hours into Anvil, I started, you already like, have a problem is what December you're saying. 20th. You should, like, I'll, I, I need to get you access to my steam account. You should play Civ six because maybe you'll just go like, this is dumb and I don't care. It's only a problem if you identify oh, it as a problem. Well, I, I identified Civ Six as a problem. It's uh, uh, see, as long yeah. as you don't do that, not World a problem. of Warcraft Two. I have a little bit of a an issue with. Um, like, I don't have a like super addictive personality, but there are certain kinds of games with the right loop that that can really do it for me. But man, I I had a weird stalkerish lady in uh, uh, Star Wars Galaxy. Really, that was fun. Yeah, and you had a kind of weird stalkerish person in World of Warcraft too. <laughs> Did I? What's his name's mom? No, no, that was in Star Wars Galaxy. Oh, yeah. I thought that was in. I thought that was in. Wow. No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it happens. Yeah. It happens, right? It, it, it yeah. definitely happens. I, apparently, fifty-year-old cougar tracking Colby down. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> He's just so manly. Uh, Rich Deacon says, "Have you played a game that either the gameplay or the story seems out of place?" Uh, he's just riffing on the golf club wasteland conversation that we'd had in our Discord, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, and both of us kind of felt that way. Like, I really, really, really liked Golf Club Wasteland. I would absolutely recommend that people play it. It's like ten bucks, well worth playing. But I thought that the the golf just felt kind of tacked on. Like, I I don't I don't know. Same. I really, yeah, I really golf. did not I care for the golf. Um, I, I came from. I mean, like it wasn't good golf. It reminded me vaguely of like uh, kind of um, uh, like early mobile games. Yeah. Um, with like the what's the Angry Bird Birds? One. Yeah, Angry Definitely Bird. That. Like you know, and I love those type of things. What was the one where you tried to knock down the castle that we played at? Oh man, that game was really good. I completely forgot yeah, about that and game. I, I really enjoy like that kind of thing where you're like, well, I've got to get over this hill and I've got to figure out the the physics of that. And it's not real physics. It's just, you know, stupid video and, game physics. And so I really liked the And I think that that was my problem with it is that I didn't think that the I, – I never got a really good feeling that the golf was – 
I, I think I've played a lot of Angry Birds and a lot of those where you really get a feeling for how far you need to pull back to hit it a certain distance. And I never got that feeling with Gulf Club Wasteland. It was it was yeah. hard. Like there was um, there uh, the only thing I had a problem with was putting. Putting was and that was ex- I agree. Difficult. And it was like it was either too hard or not hard enough, and, and it never quite uh-huh. hit it. Um, and it, but I never didn't get the second like. Uh, like story bit absolutely Uh, well and that was actually kind of my complaint is i played through it with the assumption that i could go back and play any hole at any time and you cannot you have to actually you have to start over i think you i didn't think you could i i went and looked specifically and it because i'm pretty sure i had to i i there was one that i couldn't do and i think i went back i i really thought you had to to start back at at one and go through them again but maybe not maybe i just did it wrong um but either way like i and i i honestly don't know what a better i don't know what else you could have done to make golf club wasteland um still tell the story it was telling um not using golf but i think that the golf could have been better um, that being said, like the story that Golf Club Wasteland tells is absolutely worth kind of sort of mediocre golf. Uh, they just yeah. didn't quite seem they just didn't quite seem as matched as I wanted them to be. So, another car. I don't know what he's barking at this time. He's just weird. Whatever. Anything else you can think of? Call like another game that the the story and the game seemed out of place. I, I would I would say. Um, this is why I should read show notes like ahead of time. I, I would yeah. say um, Gone Home kind of had that feeling, but I think it was in a really positive way. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because like halfway through, I'm like, I don't think there's a yeah. horror game. <laughs> like horror game Gone Home. I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, I guess it's about the horrors of parents treating their LGBTQ kids poorly. <laughs> is that is that I is that the horror game inside of Gone Home? But, but it very much, I'm like, wait, I'm, like, I'm waiting for the jump scare. Um, oh, no. no just, nope, oh, it's just is, over, huh? Actually, just a really uh, good... Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of... Firewatch had the same thing. Like, Firewatch had a kind of bait-and-switch, like, alien thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. this game's going to take a turn, and then that game does not take a turn. Well, I mean, uh, not the turn you think it's going to take uh, anyway. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I can't I can't really think of anything offhand. Yeah. It was good. It was a good question. Uh, Prime Fan says, have you ever played a AAA game that you didn't think should have been AAA? And if so, which one? Um, I think that... You know, my kid was asking me this the other day, and I said something about my wife just hit the, our metal chicken with a with a tennis ball. Um, you know, like he's like, "What what makes an indie game an indie game?" And I'm like, "Well, let me tell you, nothing." Um, yeah. You know, like a triple A AAA studio is just a studio that says they're triple A. Like they make a level of game, and you know, I I don't know. Um, I guess how do what do you how do you define a triple A game? It costs sixty bucks, like and can uh, sell for sixty no. bucks. You know, I I think like my, I've always defined it as like a a well known studio putting out a game because like just because I don't know say like Ubisoft puts out a game at forty dollars, I don't think it's not yeah. a triple A game because it's got Ubisoft. I think it. where that really bleeds weird is games like Double Fine now though. Like Double Fine is a very well known studio whose games are published by Microsoft. <laughs> you know, like they are owned by Microsoft. Oh, yeah. So does that make you know Psychonauts two a triple A game? And if they hadn't been purchased by Microsoft, would it still be a AAA game? 
No, I like I I, I always put Double Fine as like a indie uh, studio, a yeah, double A game, you know, kind of thing. It's just weird, like that we we feel this need to like divide these things. I mean, like Psychonauts started out as a crowd, you know. Yeah, game, most of their so, games did. You know. But I mean, I think that's the weird thing is when you think about what like the indie space means nowadays. Though is you know an indie game can be Stardew Valley that was made by literally. Mm-hmm. You know, one or two people, or it can be like, um, like the ascent. Yeah, you know, that are made by a, a indie game because I think it's just like some little you know thing that made a really good, highly polished you know game that you would look and go like, oh, this is a AAA game. Not no. thinking Among Us. What was that that big like multiplayer game that came out? Mediatonic made it, I think. Is that is that a is that a is that a company? Um, Fallout, Fallout, or Fall, Fall Guys, Fall Guys, Fall like, Guys. Fall, like Fallout, Fallout is was... a AAA game. Fall, uh, Fall Guys, like, but like also Fallout is a AAA game that is buggy as yeah. all hell. Like, but you know, like, but Fall Fall Guys is a in the you know is an indie company, but they have they have like 130 employees. So like, uh-huh. where's the where's the difference between or like look at like Joe uh, uh, Thunder Lotus. Who puts out these phenomenally beautiful games? They did uh, Jotun, they did uh, Spirit Fair, they did Sundered. These like hand drawn, yeah. and it's like a handful games. of guys. They, I think they have like yeah. eight people. Well, it's same like like, you know? uh, like um, the folk that do like Castle Crashers. Like it's a very small team that uh-huh. puts out great. You know, like I don't know. I I think indie gets thrown around a lot when it's like, oh, it's got pixels. Uh-huh. Well, it's got you pixels, know, like, or like it's published by Devolver, so it's an indie yeah. game. You know, like. I don't know. It, it's all weird, um, but I, I think I think Twelve Minutes is an indie game that has Willem right? Dafoe in it. Like, <laughs> come on. Um, anyway, a triple A game that I that shouldn't have been triple A. Um, I mean, I guess that's just a bad triple A game, um, or a game that like bats a lot lower than it should have. I don't know. I, to me, like that gets into the realm of like triple A games I didn't like. Um, Borderlands Three. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think the thing is, is I think un- I, I think the the line between AAA and AA and like indie kind of thing is so blurred because it did like originally an indie game did mean like oh it's on itch yeah, 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 it costs yeah. it's it's free it's two bit and you know like it's it's ugly as hell but it's got a great story you got to go play it and now like you look at something like. I don't know the Artful Escape, yeah, which is an indie game, but is also like this, you know, kind of awesome, beautiful, you know, like it doesn't look like an indie right? game. So, like, I think the, trying to define or hell, the gunk yeah. um, is an indie game in all for all intents and purposes. It's an indie game, but like looks like a triple yeah. A game, you know. Uh, so I don't know. You could say that, like, I mean, like, I don't know. I thought there's a couple of Call of Duty games that I thought were kind of garbage, but right? like, I, I, you're not making those as like an an indie game. I, I'm so reading an article I, right now in Destructoid, and uh, the title of the article is "The Games I'm Most Excited for in 2022 Are Ones That I Don't Know About." Um, and uh-huh. yep. <laughs> and it, it's got a really good um, like opening second paragraph, and it says, I really love AAA games, but when I sit down to play one, I pretty much know right away what to expect in terms of overall experience. And that's been my... I keep seeing AAA games and just going like, I've seen that. Like, I watched the Game Awards 
uh, no, ETH, Game Awards in 2020, and was just bored for for the most part. I'm like, these games all look the same. They all, you know, it's not that I'm not enjoying Fallout 6. And I think the problem is, is I got Fallout 6 and was like, I'm really excited to play Fallout 6 like I played Fallout 5. And I think that I'm just kind of bored with with playing games that I I know what to expect from any longer. And AAA games for me are almost all games that I know what to expect. And it doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them. It doesn't I, mean that they're not good. It's just like they don't surprise me anymore. And I think that's kind of the problem with AAA games is, and I won't say across the board, I will say kind of just like as like a broad generalization is that they are made by multi-billion dollar companies that have to worry about their bottom line and they have to play it safe. They can't necessarily like, we're going to reinvent this entire genre because if it fails, then the CEO does not make, you know, $65 million that year. And so he is not going to be happy about that. And so you get a lot of like, well, we'll kind of play it safe. And, you know, you might get a few things here and there that are um, interesting and like maybe push the boundaries a little bit, but you're never going to, you're probably not going to get like a huge, like, oh, wow. Like that was... Uh, you know, like you get those occasionally because you do get like genre defining games. You get, you know, certain things that will break through that. But for the most part, it's, well, we should keep this safe. We should make the most amount of money for our, you know, in you know, for our stockholders. And it'll still sell a ton of money because it has a name. It's 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 looking at like Michael Bay movies and going like, well, yeah, you're going to have a good time watching, you know, things blow up and it's going to be exciting, but it's probably not going to be like this, like, wow. Like, you know, like I, I did not see that twist coming in Transformers. I I just, I think it's a Marvel movie. I think about, um, the outer wilds a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. and think about the fact that I don't know if, there's been a triple A game I've played in a decade that made me like think and get as excited about stupid little things, but like mm-hmm. where I could literally feel like the pieces snapping together in my head mm-hmm. as I did things in the outer wilds than I did in, in any triple A game I've played in decades. You know, it's pretty much inscription yeah. for me right now is that like, I'm like, I'll get somewhere and I'm like, Oh crap, I've got to, you know, go to bed or whatever. I'm like, I, I want to yeah. finish this because this yeah. just clicked just right. And I don't think I've ever really, you know, like there's been a handful, but like for the most part, uh, AAA games are yeah. pretty safe. But I mean, even like, even like games that don't get it 100% right, like 12 minutes, like there are things that 12 minutes could have done better. But that game was like, oh, if I do this on the next thing, it's going to mm-hmm. be, and it's, it's not yep. just, like AAA games I think are really good often at telling a, portion of a story I, I really feel like the story lasts the entire time but like we were talking about last time like the bloody baron quest in in the witcher 3 is very good um i mean there's been good stories in call of duty games before um oh yeah you know yeah. modern yeah. warfare is a very good and so it story. doesn't mean that they can't it's just that those i think are getting far and far less um they're getting less brave they're getting more vanilla um and i think i'm just a little bit bored playing 
games that play it safe that you know have a they're gorgeous like they look real but i like i don't care anymore like psychonauts 2 looked very very unreal and the entire time i was playing i was going like ah man this game is so cool looking um i don't need Mm -hmm. another photorealistic game so i don't know i i I don't think we answered your question at all but i feel like we noodled around long enough that we can call that an answer right yeah Yeah, perfect perfect uh cheap free games this week (laughs) i was gonna say this month but these well some of them are for this month i guess uh galactic civilizations 3 is coming to epic games that game has already been um on epic games free at least once or twice before so you may already have it but uh it's a kind of a i don't so i'm gonna doesn't it's a good like 4x space game so so give that a, a, a try if you're into like civilization kind of stuff so I was just going to download whatever that game is, and I noticed that Golf Club Wasteland is currently five dollars on. Totally Epic. worth five bucks. So, Epic. Yeah, totally worth game. five bucks. Um, and you get the soundtrack for free. So once you beat it, if you yeah, beat you have it, to beat it first. Yeah. But the soundtrack is really, really, really good. So worth trying. Really good. Uh, game Pass uh, coming out tomorrow, uh, January thirteenth. So this is yesterday for people listening to this uh, show after it went live. Uh, Splunky Two is on console and PC, and the Anacrusis um, is out on the thirteenth as well. So Splunky Two is a um, roguelike that people really like. It's not my jam, probably, but go give it a try. Um, and the Anacrusis is that uh, four-player co-op like uh, horror shooter game zombie. zombie set on uh, like a 60s space ship so or not zombie what was what, i was thinking of a uh yeah it's kind of, it's, i don't know if there I don't are think zombies. there are so actually but it's, it's it's like left for dead gameplay but it's set on like a 60s style retro space cruiser so i'm, I'm kind of interested to try that, that. Kind yeah. of interesting i'm watching the we trailer now that. uh january 18th uh, there's a game coming out called nobody saves the world <laughs> And this game looks really good. It's an action role-playing game. I think game. it's on my yeah. wish list. It's, uh, it's from the folks who make um, Guacamelee. Um, and it's an action RPG where you play as a character called Nobody. So it's not Nobody Saves the World. You are Nobody. And you can turn into all sorts of different... I think it's like 80 different things to tur- to like help move the game forward. Um, I've, I watched the trailer. It just looks really clever more than anything. Um, so, so check that out on the 18th. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Paparazzi comes out on the 20th. That is a Pokemon Snap game, except you're taking pictures of cute dogs. Um, and there's no Pokemon, so, you know, that's okay, too. Uh, Windjammers 2 comes out the 20th, and Rainbow Six Extraction is actually going to debut on uh, Xbox Game Pass. That's the new, um, like, it's like a combination, like, you choose different operators from different Ubisoft games and do, like, multiplayer, um stuff trying to save other operators i don't know it it looks it, this was you know i think part of the reason i forgot about this is it was originally called rainbow six quarantine i believe um and they decided that, that wasn't a great name for it for some reason <laughs> um yeah Weird. it was it's gonna be 40 bucks if you buy it um it looks interesting like i, I I'm, I'm if it's any good at all i'm sure it's gonna find an audience because it, it really it looks pretty good and ubisoft shooty shooty games are usually Pretty, like the Rainbow Six games are good. Um, it's <coughs> online only, I believe, which or like co-op only, which isn't really my jam. But I don't know, it might be all right. And it's coming to Game Pass, you know, day one, so that's cool. Uh, Prime Gaming this month. So in order to get access to Prime Games, you have to have an Amazon Prime account and tie things together with Twitch. Um, you can get Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, which 
I didn't really like and Colby didn't really like, but there were a lot of people. A did. lot of people so, really yeah, liked. It's, it's like a, a Star Wars game with kind of kind of like a little bit of a Souls-like feel to it. Um, and the ugliest Wookiees you can imagine. Like, I mean, <laughs> if, if you can imagine I Wookiees made out of like paper craft, that's kind of what they look like. Um, I thought the story was really good, though. So if you play games for that, like yeah. worth it for the story. Just thought the combat was kind of whatever. <clears throat> uh, Total War Warhammer is is free there too. Um, World War Z Aftermath, which is very good. World War Z is is real good. Um, is Aftermath? Does that include the? Is that like the, with the DLC? I, I think it's well. It's not DLC. I think it's the <clears throat> like kind of um, upgrade. Oh sure 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 yeah yeah. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, it one. is the next evolution of the original hit World War Z that uh, that came out. Yeah, so that is actually like uh, a little bit updated. It looks like so. Either way, World War Z is just good. Like it, you don't need it. Doesn't need to be updated. It's a great game. Go play that. Uh, Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy Remastered is there. WRC Seven FIA World Rally Championship. Um, abandoned ship. Paper Beast Folded Edition in Other Waters and Two Point Hospital round out your Prime Gaming choices. So good stuff there. Like there, the Prime Gaming has really, really stepped it up the last like two or three months. They've been maybe four months. They've been releasing like pretty big, like two or three pretty big AAA games every month. So if uh, if you've been kind of going back and forth on whether or not you want a uh, a Prime membership, I guess like maybe maybe now's the time to pull the trigger. Give it a go. Anyway, I think that's us. Uh, you have anything else you want to chat about, Colton? Um, serious Sam's on sale. Ooh, serious Sam's like good. Uh, I, I don't know. Two or the first one's a buck fifty. Do you think like a serious Sam game holds up these days? Like, oh uh, yeah, I've actually played the first one recently, and it's it's right, pretty fun. Right. Give serious. They just released the fourth one. Weird. Weird. I don't like. It came out. Is it on, uh, same is day it on Game Pass? Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe I should give Serious Sam a go. I played it for like an yeah, hour. Give that a shot. All right. Anyways, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. Thanks to Rich for making that a thing uh, that continues to actually have content. It's, you know, it's kind of an important part of having a website, I guess. Uh, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can uh, support our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can join our Discord at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. And... Last but not least, you can join our Extra Life team. I believe we're up to five or six members already, um, which is nice. We actually had a uh, another person join today. So we got we got some folks for Extra Life. So go to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life to join our Extra Life team and have a good time with us come, uh, I don't know, October, November this year. We'll have, we'll have a lot of fun playing games. If this pandemic ever stops pandemicking, maybe we can actually do it in person. So we will see. <sighs> That's it. Call. It's up to you.